0: This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer. Top of the morning, Dan and Amy. And again, uh, Bill Daly featured interview uh, over the weekend with Mike Flannery on Fox Chicago. Tackle a range of topics, uh, including how uh, Bill Daly is a reformer. He's a change agent. He's a structural change guy. You can't, nor I or anyone else, make somebody honest. But you can change a system that has existed for almost 100 years that maybe leads the climate. We should have term limits. We should have no outside income. We should have the alderman, not mini mayors of their wards. We should make them more like legislators. Don't you need the alderman, though, to agree to take their own power away? Yeah, he'll work on it. Uh, For more on the mayor's race, where it stands now, with... uh, Just four weeks to go before the primary election, where the top two finishers will then uh, run off against one another to the first Tuesday in April. We're pleased to be joined by our friend John Cass, Chicago Tribune columnist extraordinaire. John, thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. Good morning, everyone. Morning. So uh, the Burke Four, as they're being called by the other candidates, Preckwinkle, Daly, Chico and Mendoza. Do you see those as the. Uh, the, the, the uh, source of the top two finishers come February 26th, uh, or are there opportunities for other candidates to make the runoff? I think
1: there are always opportunities when you have people uh, clotted together like that. There's so many clotted together that no one's breaking really free of this thing. Um, but if the four of them maintain the kind of media love they're getting, where they're allowed to be, call themselves change agents without much mm-hmm. uh, without much uh, challenge, uh, yeah, I think there are enough stupid people in the town to elect them,
2: who is you imp- know, one of them. Yeah, who has impressed you so far, if any, of the candidates of the 14?
1: I'm going always with the f- people that were in the race before Rahm Emanuel yeah. um, dropped out. Uh, those are the people that I thought... They thought uh, were the serious people in the race. They're the ones who thought, who understood Chicago was in deep, deep, uh, as Rounder used to say, "doodoo" or "yogurt." And uh, I just think that they're the ones who are worthy of consideration. The ones that came in after uh, Preckwinkle, Daly, Mendoza, and Chico—they're uh, just status quo opportunists. They're part of the system that has, uh, you guys talk about every morning.
0: So, do you think That's it's basically? Do, do you think it's true? Do you think it's fair to call those four candidates then the Burke Four or are is there I mean, is there any candidate in the race uh, that's not part of the sort of the Burke Madigan uh, power system?
1: I think that uh, given that this is Chicago, that anyone who's been involved in public life had to come, up, you know, come up, I think. But I think you see, like Lori Lightfoot and uh, Paul Vallis, they're more like technocrats than uh, than players. Chico and uh, uh, Chico and Mendoza, for God's sake, Mendoza! I just heard you yesterday. She was now t- she's now talking about inflicting pain and torturing people, inflicting pain as they die, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well you she's
2: know, all about not. capital punishment. I mean, yeah, sh-
0: Jesus. hang him high, too, but hang them high Susanna. A- yeah, no question.
2: It was a little shocking. But what about the surgeon in, in Daly? I mean, I know he's, you know, saturating the airways on a national level and local level, and that's helping. But does he have any sort of budget plan in place? Does he have anything besides his name that he's running on?
1: I just think you should go, when you're thinking about any of these people, you should go back in time and look at their history. You look at the history of the Daily Clan. what do you see? If I can't help my son, you can kiss my mistletoe. I think that's where it starts, uh, the old man said it, and it, it really didn't change much. Um, I'm not saying that these people are evil or that they're corrupt, but I'm saying that they come from a corrupt system, and I don't see how you can really expect change if you bring someone in from that system or who, 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 who are vested in that system. I mean, they'll tell you what they'll tell you what you want to know, Amy. They'll talk to you about feral cat recovery. Yeah, you know, they'll talk. To, yeah, they'll give exactly. you a feral cat plan. That's
2: what I'm running on when I'm running for.
0: Yeah, here. I'm uh, the queen of cat the cats. People. What What about on uh, K through twelve? Um, there's a, some school choice friends of mine are saying, you know, uh, why is John being so tough on Gary Chico? He's a strong proponent of school choice. Now, I don't think he's the only one, but He's one of the few in the race, and perhaps he's the best positioned to win and to have somebody in the on the fifth floor who's a school choice proponent, so no moratorium on charters, and he'll uh, fight, if, fight Pritzker if he tries to eliminate the tax credit scholarships. Is that enough to reconsider Gary Chico's uh, history in the daily administration and uh, at Ed Burke's right hand?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to hold it against Gary Chico that he came up uh, really, he didn't come up with a silver spoon in his mouth. He came up on the south side, like you know, like I did. i from the same similar neighborhoods. He, he and had to climb up the way he he had to in the given the power structure that was around him. So Burke was the guy was the man in that area, and he and he and he wrote it. Um, but that doesn't mean when you're law, a lawyer and chairman of the school board, if you abstain hundreds of times from votes that you're. Um, that your you know business is involved in, um, I wonder if there's there should be some consideration. There should be some, I don't know, step back and think about what all this means. But I just don't think that there there is that kind of reflection in town. And I think some of it has to do with the fact that the media is in such bad shape. Um, there's fewer people covering the races, and then you have. You know, a lot of people on broadcast, uh, present company accepted, uh, who I think are just—they're
2: there lightweights. because yeah, no, they're lightweights. They—they have no, don't know the history of this city, and they're on TV because they want to be on TV. They don't care about the stories. I mean, I saw somebody take a selfie at a double homicide. You know, are you a, kidding me? That person should be fired immediately. By
0: the way, you know what kind of uh, makes me sick? You know what uh, comedian from Arlington Heights, the great comedian now, who Sebastian Maniscalco? Nobody know what he calls a selfie? What a lonely. You're lonely. that lonely that you can't even you don't even have somebody to take a picture of you. I love that. Nice. That's so lonely. Now,
1: I need to ask Amy. May I, may I ask a question? Yeah, of Amy? of course,
2: sir. Yeah. Do you
1: know that? Do you know that raccoons pass rabies to their children?
2: Yeah. You're
1: hanging with raccoons. They're full of rabies. Yeah. This whole feral cat thing has got to stop. And the next time I fill in for you, I yes. want that that whole studio. I don't know, steam cleaned of well, cat hair. Some of my cat hair crazy, is,
2: man. yeah, it is on the chair. Hey, um, real quick, we want to ask you about your health. I know that you had a health scare, and people are yeah. very concerned. So what's going on? What happened?
1: You've been on, uh, you were on me, I remember, years ago, telling me to get, get on the Peloton or whatever bike. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it. Uh, I'm feeling better. I had a health scare, and, uh, you know, I lost some weight, and I got to just get smart, you know, and, and eat right and, do what i have to do
2: good while well, you're doing how much weight have you lost or is this personal
1: i was down I, i'm down about 20 some pounds oh, that's awesome and, uh, yeah
2: don't you feel good? I, I
1: went i went cold turkey on the cigarettes at the same time so Oof. no carbs no sick no nicotine basically people don't want to be around me on deadline because i
0: I do want to kill people. A little jumpy.
2: It's all right. You'll you'll get yeah. over this. No. I'm proud of you. That's that's a huge accomplishment, John.
0: Now, has anybody Thank noticed you. that you've lost twenty pounds?
1: Uh, I I guess if I want to walk around when I when I'm at the office, if I you know show them my suspenders and <laughs> brag like that. I don't
0: want, yeah, exactly. I don't do that. Yeah, sure. No, I get it. Hey, I want to look go... at this. Uh, uh, well, uh, yes. Steph. We're, we're we're long live John Cass. We're all uh, we're glad so to hear that. We'll you're, get you
2: a massage at the Asian part. Yeah,
0: Danny parlor. Solis has some recommendations. Uh, so here's a. I want to go back to, to the media okay. thing that you mentioned though. Yeah. Before we get to uh, Danny Solis's musings, um, this is, uh, from Jeff Carter, who writes at the uh, Points and Figures blog. He's a venture capitalist guy. Um, mm-hmm. He uh, he writes about Chicago, saying, "Here's the problem." Uh, Well, first of all, he talks about the University of Chicago's Institute for Justice, free legal work for entrepreneurs who try to start businesses in Chicago. But here's the problem. The media refuses to cover the uh, endemic corruption at City Hall that impedes the capital formation, business creation, uh, uh, job uh, job development. The media refuses to cover it. They refuse to cover it straight up. It should be on the radio, television, the papers, front and center each day. Every day, 24-7. Instead, they go along and help cover it up. They try to show that it's it's isolated rather than a systemic and systematic way of doing business. Now, he exempts you, Kristen McQuarrie, me and Amy and Mark Leonard, at Wirepoints from the media that don't cover this. But but what about his point that the vast uh, majority of the Chicago press corps is really in bed and does the bidding for big government, even this feudal, corrupt system of big government?
1: Well, I disagree in this in this sense. Uh, this, without the Chicago Tribune, you wouldn't know that Mike Madigan locked up most of the downtown real estate uh, in the city. So, the Tribune and the Sun Times, to some extent, uh, do uh, do reporting like this. I think what he's referring to, at least I hope he's referring, is the broadcast media, particularly those those who. Consider themselves grizzled political reporters.
0: Sure.
1: <laughs> uh, the ones who just always defer to um, power. Always. I've only been doing this 35 years. And you know it too, Dan, and you do too, Amy. There's a certain butt kissing going on in broadcast, okay. and it's not done on WIND, not on The Morning Answer, clearly. But it's done elsewhere. If you get the candidate on, you're so happy to get them on that you don't ask the tough questions. And when Bill Daley can go around talking about being a reformer, it makes me laugh. I mean, I remember when his brother floated a, a, a move to reduce the city council to 20. Right. And I walked into his office. I said, what's this about? And he said, fewer aldermen, more control. Mm. You get it? Oh, get it? And I'm like, yes, Mayor, I get
2: it. Wow. Now, um, speaking of, I know we just touched on Danny Salise. Is there anybody there at the, the Tribune? Yeah.
1: Stones treatment. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: is any, are you guys trying to figure out what massage parlor and see who, find out who his masseuse was? <laughs> well, I or didn't should hear I call TMZ? Left part, no, you're trying to find his masseuse, the girl, lady that gave him alleged happy. happy.
0: Yeah, he wanted the happy ending, right? Yeah. Nice ending is the No, binacular. he said nice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: This, nice ending. A nice ending. Nice ending. And so sweet.
2: Yeah. Do men really Yeah, do I nice? don't really care Okay. Uh,
1: his predilections, his ethnic predilections, you know, whether he likes tall women, short, uh um yeah, he likes tall women. Latinos, Europeans, or Asians. I think he likes Asian women, right? But right. I don't really care.
0: Uh not- w- w- the question from this week's revelations per that FBI affidavit that was filed. It's not so much about Solis, of course, it's about Mike Madigan since an interaction was uh, part of what the FBI has uh, obtained through um, surreptitious activity. Uh, The question is, do you think with, uh, I don't know, the 18,000 conversations they have of Solis and the 9,500 conversations they have of Burke, is this the beginning of the end of Mike Madigan?
1: Um, If it is, um, then you're going to see the Democratic Party as Yugoslavia after Tito. (laughs) <laughs> because you know, that's one thing to consider, I mean, he's held these tribes together if he goes and i and I do think that this is a move uh, post Governor McConnell in Virginia, as a lawyer, you know that that the uh, the case in uh, the criminal case against the Governor of Virginia was set aside by the Supreme Court because the, Justice Roberts and his wisdom or, or lack of it thought that. Uh, when you do corrupt acts, you have to say something like, hey, I'm going to do this corrupt act, and will you help me? And then I'll give you a coat or a, or a bribe.
0: Right? It
1: never works like that. People don't talk like that. But even given that, the uh, federal government seems to have altered and shaped its approach post-McConnell uh, in order to look at, Madigan. And Madigan is, to me, the uh, big story, as you pointed out. He's the main he's the big fish here.
0: And 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 the fact that the FBI included that in their affidavit where no one has been charged related to that meeting at this point. uh, You know, that's different than some of their filings with respect to Burke, of course, uh, who has been charged. What does that tell you? I mean, that that are, are they trying to telegraph something? Yes, of course they are. I mean,
1: they're not they – things aren't aren't put in these affidavits for by accident. And, uh first, we don't know how far they go with Madigan. We don't know how many other uh, aldermen have been wired up. We don't know how many times people have had to go down to the grand jury from the mayor of Chicago on down. I, I, we don't know. There's a lot we don't know. And this story will continue to give. Yes, you know, but uh, – yeah. Right now, it's, to me, the, the main thrust of it is the culture of corruption is front and center. Four weeks from the mayor's race, and you've talked about it. You were just talking about it this morning. Um, the sort of soft, passive nature of the people of Chicago and the, and the people that slap them in the mouth every couple years. It goes on
0: and on. He is John Cass, Chicago Tribune columnist, of course. John, thanks so much for joining us, providing your insights as always. Appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Well, thanks, keep up that Amy.
2: weight loss and keep up not smoking. That's
0: awesome. We're going we're gonna to race on the Peloton as soon as I get mine.
2: Okay.
1: Amy, great. I'm going to get on a bike and send you and send you a video. I'm, I'm starting to look really good.
2: I love I'm it. Sorry,
1: I'm going to wear Lululemon pants when I do it now. Oh, Perfect. That's perfect. Then maybe yeah.
2: move on to Athleta. But you know what? All right. Yeah. Course, and yeah. your complexion is going to get better. Everything, you're going to feel better. Everything's looking up for John Cass, who joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line.
0: Listen to Dan and Amy on your smartphone. Download the AM560 mobile app today at 560theanswer.com mobile.